0: Welcome back to the Modern Real Estate Agents with Johnny and Lizzie Phillips, i.e. Jessica Chambers here with us today. Uh, Still subbing in for Lizzie. How are you, Jessica?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. 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 Thank you. Um, Guys, we were just talking about how Jessica's mother uh, would drive with her her foot like up in the window.
1: Okay. Okay. I was saying, I hope y'all couldn't see under the table. I sit really weird. I like to have my feet off the ground all the time. I don't know. But maybe I got it from my mom. She likes to have her foot up on the I've, I've
0: got a Roomba They should be relatively clean <laughs>
1: yeah, but
0: but so I know um Jessica's mom she used to work at a school that I taught at and so trying to picture her with her foot up <laughs> in the window is like wow I
1: mean we've all done it I feel like it's a thing
0: yeah okay. no, we have but, yep you're right
1: anyways
0: <laughs> so what are we talking about
1: we are going to talk about 10 ways to make agents like you.
0: Yes. We're talking about how to make agents like you. It is important. Um, When I was first thinking about this a week or so ago, I was like, I know there are some agents out there that like to be the boss bitch and like, (laughs) right though. They just want to, I mean, yes, they're like, don't fuck with me. All right. Because just don't. Okay. And the guys, there's the cussing that we promised you. I haven't done it in a while. And there you go. Cussing promised, cussing delivered. Um, (laughs) But um, but yeah, so a lot of people are like that. That's not my personality. I would much rather have people like me. I feel yeah. like it works better for the longevity of your business.
1: Uh, right. And when you work with that agent, potentially again. And absolutely. you have set the tone for how it's going to go. So yeah. I think it's really important.
0: I've gotten offers from agents. And I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to work with you. So I will find... If there is a silver lining in someone else's offer, I will highlight that over yours.
1: Yeah, I mean it's just like the same when you see like two percent, you know, commission you, right. or two and a half. Yeah. You're like, mm, do I really show this? To me? You know, I mean, obviously of, of you, do, you do, but yeah, you know, you think, you hesitate, and it's like, oh, well, you want to present something else, but with yep. agents, yep. You know, and I've not been in this as long, but I'm starting to see some repeat agents, or you will, for um, sure. You know, different things like that of, of potentially working with, and you mm-hmm. kind of make mental note. <laughs> so I've, I've got a list.
0: <laughs> so to that point, guys, we're here to tell you what to do um, to just try and be strategic to not be that agent. Don't be public enemy number one. Okay, uh, you don't want to be that person. Nope. No. Um, So the first thing is be active in your board of realtors. Uh, And this is something that I need to work on. Honestly, Uh, I'm not very active. I'm a member of our board because it's required by our brokerage. Uh, But I do know that they do local get togethers. They have coffees. They have luncheons. They Mm -hmm. have award ceremonies, I guess. All these things uh, that I've never attended. Have you done anything with the board?
1: I think I went to one event. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, and, and when I first started out, I was teaching full time. So a lot of their things are during the day. Um, and so I missed a lot of the luncheons and different things like that, but that is also on my schedule of, because they send out newsletters and let you know everything that's coming out. And so I'm going to be, um, more diligent in putting those into my calendar, you know? Uh,
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think you should. I know that, um, our local board, the leadership is turning over and starting to become younger. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, uh, for us, that's an opportunity right yeah even if i don't want to be in leadership because i probably don't um i would like to know those people in leadership
1: absolutely
0: okay call it what you want but there is especially where we live there's a lot of pull with names and who knows what and who who does yeah absolutely i would would make that recommendation to people right get in there yes um This happened to me, guys, and I've talked to some of you about it on our Facebook group. If you're not a part of our Facebook group, you should do that right now. But um, some people have asked like, what to do for agents. And I'm like, guys, someone just sent me a card or left me a card at the closing table. Um, It was a nice little card, nice note, gave me a $10 Starbucks gift card. And I was like, oh, no one's ever done that for me. Certainly not another agent. Like, Maybe I'll get something from a client. That'd be cool. But I never expected to get something from another agent.
1: And that's a really neat take on that. I really like it. You know, we talked in one of the previous podcasts we did about handwritten notes and just how Mm -hmm. impactful it is on your sphere, on, you know, people you just meet, anything like that. So why not send that, you know, have this ready to go at the end of closing because they have helped you make it to that closing table.
0: This, yeah, this was a a team deal, right? Mm -hmm. And again, to our earlier point, you're going to see this person over again. Um, So be someone they want to see. Uh, I remember... In college, I don't remember a lot from college, but I do remember this one day in psychology. Uh, Dr. Robertson, cool guy, uh, long blonde hair, really hippie. He was, uh, he knew us all by name, which is ridiculous. But he was like, Mr. Phillips, you need to start coming in here and giving some of these pretty ladies a Snickers bar every couple of weeks.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real. He was like, we're going to talk about this today in class, but uh, don't give them a candy bar every day. Just every couple of days. That's the best way to reinforce this. They're going to get excited to see you. Their mouths are going to start salivating. That's what you want.
1: What What class was this?
0: Psych one hundred and one.
1: Oh yeah, you said that. Oh okay, I get it. Yeah. Okay. It's a
0: thing, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why I offer you coffee every time you're here, but you never accept it. So I got to find yeah, something. Yeah, but you else. haven't
1: learned that I don't like coffee.
0: <laughs> well, no, I, I I correct myself before you say something. I'm like,
1: <laughs> I appreciate the gesture, but I mean, a candy bar. It's a little bit better than coffee to me.
0: Got candy bars <laughs> noted um, for all you guys who are out there single. Candy bars
1: or ten dollars Starbucks gift card. I don't know. I okay. think I think that might win <laughs> over some people too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just cold, hard cash. Just go for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, The next thing is always leave good feedback after showings. Um, I struggled at this at the beginning, Mm -hmm. you know, and they send you so many reminders to do it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, we're not interested. So why would I leave the feedback? And that was my mentality at the beginning. And then when they would start reaching out to me personally and saying, hey, could you please provide feedback? I realize it is very important And now being on the side of having listings and wanting to know how to go right. back and, and have these conversations with my clients of why or why not someone is interested is very important. Um, and it makes you look like you've got, you know, you're in the know and, and you're really communicating with the other agents and seeing what's yeah. up. Mm-hmm.
0: It helps these agents so much. Um, and I know that helping another agent that you're not going to be working with may not be at the top of your priority list, um, but really... I mean, just for a second, look at it from their perspective. I have one right now that I'm only getting like 40% feedback, which is pretty high, unfortunately. But my clients are asking, like, what are people saying? I'm like, I can't get anything out of these people. I have no idea. So it puts them in a bad spot. Let's say you have a listing that stinks, all right? You're the listing agent. You've tried to hint at it. You've tried to be nice. Well, the buyer's agents can really come in clutch right now, right? Yeah. Say, oh, by the way, we stepped in, it smelled like smoke and cat piss. Be like, hey, I'm not saying it, they're saying it. But maybe we should we should think about this, right?
1: Right. Address that concern. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Um, and I would also say, uh, don't be a dick with your feedback. Sometimes I just get like asshole feedback. Yeah. People, people are like, What's your experience? One. How do you rate this? One. And I'm like, Yeah. Fuck you, this is not the worst house you've seen. Okay. <laughs> Like I know,
1: there are others out there, right? Like, right.
0: Don't just don't. Why? Why yeah. would you do that? There's a bad taste in my mouth. I just like I don't. I don't understand.
1: Yeah, I totally get that. That's. Mm-hmm. It's always good to have that. I um ran apart. Ran ran into one where it was my, list, my listing, and I kept asking. You know, it kept sending those reminders. I even reached out through text, email, call, and heard nothing. So then I go back yes. to my client, and they're like. So then it makes me look bad. I can't get in touch with them. I mean, So then, you know, if that client, if that agent was a, to ever make an offer with those clients, you know, they would remember that name of like, oh, hold on. But these people never even got back with us. How are Why, they going to respond to things we need? How are they, we, we going to make sure that we get to the closing table? Exactly. So, um, sometimes even clients notice that, you know, because they have access to that too, of who's showing yep. the home and and things like that. So... Um, trying to have all that information before your clients really have to come back and ask you for it.
0: It's, it just puts everyone in a bad position. makes everyone look bad. Um, I was also going to say to what you said, you know, I have texted agents like, Hey, this is my number texting your personal number. What did you think? Give me something. Mm -hmm. If you don't respond to that, how lazy are you? Like, what else are you doing? I, I just, yeah, I don't know, but I don't know either. The tip here is always leave good feedback. Always. Don't leave ones, okay? If you hate it, give it a three out of five. All right, just don't be, you know, leave it that stinks in the comments. You can do that.
1: Yeah, true. Um, Preview listings and give feedback to those agents. That's a good one.
0: I think this is good for a lot of reasons. Um, Most of the people that listen to this podcast, uh, I think are newer agents probably in their first three years. Um, And going out and previewing listings as they come up, is a great practice for you to, to start doing because you're going to see what's on the market. You're mm-hmm. going to know what's competitive, what stays on the market. It, you're just going to give you a feel for neighborhoods and everything, right? And if you can preview a listing and say, hey, I'm going to go take a look at this for some potential clients. I'd love to give you feedback on it. Wow. Okay, you've already opened up a line of communication with an agent that you may or may not work with, but if you do, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Like, right, they're already going to have good things to say about you.
1: Absolutely. And that's good, you know, for you to take back to your clients because you know what your clients ultimately want. And if you preview it, you
0: mm-hmm. know, that
1: could be saving precious time out of their day and oh, things yeah. like that. Um, you know, I even offer um, video and, and especially for my out of town clients, for but even sure. if they're in town and, and you know, they, they're at work and, and like in this crazy market right now, you know, things are going fast and, you know, if you can get in, but they can't, um, you know, at least showing them before, and then trying to make that happen to get them in to see it, and
0: absolutely, and offering. I mean, it could be really good practice to say, okay, I'm going to go in here. I'm going to video them. I'm going to take pictures of things that they might be concerned about or things they like, and let's put an offer in. Let's get under some due diligence, mm-hmm. and we can bring you in. And it's not technically a blind offer, right? They know what they're getting into, but let's go in there and take a final look, right? right? And that can be a good way for you to start getting some contracts in that you're not getting because you're waiting too long. You're like, oh, I'll wait till the weekend to go see it. It's already gone.
1: Yeah. that mm-hmm. That's happening. You know, it's happening a lot right now, especially when the, when it's priced correctly, you know, I mean, it's, yep. you're seeing them on the market less than five days and
0: for sure, So for sure.
1: Sometimes it can be hard to get out there, but previewing listings is a great idea.
0: Yeah. And if you are an agent who's like, I'm full-time, I don't know what to do. I finished my lead gen. If you aren't doing lead gen, do lead gen. And I don't know what to do after 12 o'clock. Start going to houses. Yeah. Go check out some houses. Um, so the next one, guys, is share and comment on other agents' listings on social media. Um, so if you want to be in good graces, I would recommend reaching out to that agent first and say, hey, can I share your listing? And I I can't think of any reason in the world why they would say no.
1: And I just did this um, with new construction here where we live. Um, and honestly, it's stunning um, yeah. over there across from our board office on Oak Street. Mm. And so, I mean, and so I, I messaged the agent and I said, hey, you know, I I I've heard a lot of chatter about these new constructions mm-hmm. that you've got. Um, would you mind if I went and showed, you know, if I just went and looked at it myself, took some pictures and shared, you know, I'd love to post this on social media. I'd love to get conversation going, see if I've got anyone in my, you know, sure. friend, anyone yeah, yeah, that yeah. could see this that would possibly be interested in buying. And she was absolutely ecstatic, no problem whatsoever because you're potentially bringing her business. That's exactly um, right. And even if you don't bring it, someone could have seen it and told their agent and said, Hey, let's go. So that's going to leave a good taste in their mouth of, oh, well, Jessica really, you know, broadcasted yeah. this and I got three offers on three different places and, you know, and that didn't happen, but it could. You you never know
0: Absolutely. how your
1: influence can affect and, and, and it's not, make a big impact.
0: It's not completely self-serving, right? Yeah. Mm-mm. You could attract buyers. That'd be great. You could attract clients. Awesome. But you're also just promoting their stuff. I yeah. mean, it's like you're paying for a billboard. It's like you're paying for ads for this other agent. So I can't think in the world why.
1: Well, and I'm promoting no. my community. I mean, I love where I live. Yeah. We've got great things. Um, you know, and I do try when I do that for social media, I try not I try to do like vacant or new construction so you're sure. not, you know, p- keeping people out of their home if if you're only there for 5 minutes or things like that, but you know, it's I think it's it's wonderful. And you look like you know what's new coming up.
0: You're staying, in your area. yes. So. You're staying relevant in front of people like you know what's happening. Yep. Completely agree. 100%. Um, so do that, guys. Share it. Comment on it. Because anytime you comment on something, you're messing with the algorithm and you're helping their post mm-hmm. get shared more. So, boom. Call before submitting offers. Why is this important?
1: <laughs> um sorry this is a tough one for me I'm actually under contract with um an agent and I've never spoken to him I've never heard his voice okay I've texted that's that's as far as we've gone he
0: that's not a voice he refuses
1: to answer phone calls or anything like that and it's been difficult so you know answer the phone call I I know we're in this world of text and email and no one wants to I don't know but mm-hmm. you've got to answer your phone and be there and
0: it just seems so yeah, people hear your yeah.
1: voice. You connect more that you build that sense of trust. You mm-hmm. feel like there's this relationship that, you know, if it does come to a new listing or you do work with them again, then you feel that confidence with them and you yeah. know that they're going to help you get to the table. But, um, yes.
0: And, and again, Call. it's, it's all just starting that relationship. Okay. You guys potentially could be working together to get, Two highly emotional clients to see reason at a closing table, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to be on good terms with that person. Um, and I know I've said this probably a dozen times, but it took me a long time to realize that my co-op agent was on the same side as me. I thought that we were. My job was to come in and fight this other person. That is not your job, right? That that's not what you're doing at all. Uh, your job is to to find the common ground. Find. Mm -hmm. make everyone happy, right? And so... Well, a lot of
1: times it's small things that they'll put in private remarks of a particular closing attorney or, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. So calling, if they don't have that, ask questions. Hey, what is your client looking for? What, What can I bring to the table that can you know, incentivize this offer for your client, you know, Mm -hmm. making it, you know, because you, they are the ones selling their home and and you don't know what attachments they could have to it, what sentimental, you know, so that tiny little thing of meeting them at some of those smaller, you know, back and forth negotiations can, can really mean a lot.
0: And you could just learn some good information for your clients. Absolutely. I had a client call me and, One of our agents showed the house to them and they're like, hey, we want to put in an offer. I'm like, okay, let me reach out to the agent. And I talked to her and she was super sweet. She's like, listen, um, I'm going to tell you right now we have five offers. Three of them are at or above asking price. And I'm like, that is all the information I need. Thank you. I can tell you right now we're not going to be competitive, uh, but I really appreciate this time that we've had. You know, you're super sweet. I uh, Thank you. You saved us both a lot of time just with that information.
1: Yep. I am um, actually, um, I'm looking for a lake home for my clients. And one of the homes they put an offer in didn't get accepted. It was, it was lower. Um, mm-hmm. And so then it went pending and now it's back on the market. I reached back out to that agent because we had a great relationship yeah. when I was trying to build an offer. Um, and she told me exactly why. At what price point? I mean, she gave me a lot of information. And the reason she told me the price point is because she knew what my client's highest price was. And she said, I just want to save us both the time. Sure. If your clients can come up to that, absolutely bring it. But if not, you know, you know, this is where we're at. I don't want to. Yeah. So, I mean, I loved that. It was great feedback, took it back to my clients. My clients were like, nope, I don't, we don't want to make an offer. Well, that saved us a lot of hassle of trying to come back in under and and, you know, yeah,
0: it didn't just save you the time of writing the offer. It saved them the emotional roller coaster of submitting an offer Absolutely. and getting rejected. And now you look like crap, right? Yep. So, yeah. I
1: call. Like, yeah. Call.
0: Call. Um, submit clean offers. This is something that Lizzie always said to me when I first got started. And Lizzie is not a teacher, so I had no idea what she was talking about. But she said submit clean offers. I'm like Yes. What the fuck is a clean offer?
1: Yeah, it took me a minute to realize too. <laughs> um, but include everything, pre-qualification letters, you know, try not to duplicate any PDFs that, you know, could yeah. have been signed and Do not ask for signature requests. You know, everyone uses a different system. Yeah. DocuSign, we use Remind. There's all these different dot loop. I mean, I think I've seen tons. Absolutely. Um, And so, and it's so funny. I see them in private remarks all the time of this exact same thing submit clean, you know, and I'm like, Who's not doing this? I
0: want to know. Yeah. Well, I can, <laughs> I can tell you who's not doing it. Someone submitted an offer to me and I think we went under contract and closed, but they sent me six individual PDF files. Oh. One for the purchase and sale, one for the, um, one for each exhibit, uh, all sorts of, and I'm like, yeah. Okay. So now I have to download these. I have to find a way to combine them. All right. Then I have to put right. them back into my system, send out for signatures. It's, Pain in the ass. Yeah. So
1: don't do not do that. I, don't I will know. say so far I've received pretty good clean offers You're, on things that I've had. But it'll come. It'll, it'll come, It'll, I'm it'll sure. come.
0: And, and something else that Lizzie taught me to do is uh, in your exhibits, at least in ours, guys, I can't speak to whatever your purchase and sales look like, but uh, in our exhi- ex- exhibit mm-hmm. section, you know, they're printed in order. So that's how I put them, right? Right at the top is Exhibit A, and then the next one is B, and then C, and then yeah. D. You know, I've seen people just go wham bam all over the place. And I'm like, I I'm gonna get lost in this. Yeah, gonna get lost. Yeah. So yeah, the neater you can make it, the better.
1: And it's a lot less work on your end than trying to have the other agent figure it out and download and and combine and. And again, signatures and all those yeah, things.
0: they're going to be like, "God, this is going to be a pain in the ass mm-hmm. to get to the closing table if this is how they're right. treating paperwork." Right? right. Like, if I'm going to be chasing this down the whole time, is this something I want to deal with?
1: Right. So absolutely,
0: and the answer is no, no,
1: <laughs> not at on. all.
0: <laughs> move on to the next one.
1: Um, the next one is take agents to coffee slash tea for me. (laughs) We got to
0: get you on the coffee train. I don't know what you're doing. I mean,
1: okay. I tried it in college. I will say, you know, it was like, oh, I got to study, you know, exams coming up. And so I tried coffee and, um, there was barely any coffee and a lot of cream and sugar. And I was like, maybe I don't need to get addicted to this. So I didn't like it. It tasted so bad. I had to dilute it so (laughs) much that it made it so bad for me to even take. So I'm like, okay. And if you know me, I don't need coffee.
0: That um, is the damn truth.
1: <laughs> um, when I taught, I'd walk around and be very talkative, and my coworkers would be like, mm, "Give me at least till eight a.m." Like,
0: right? Yeah, don't. And don't I'm like, do "Wait, this. but school yeah. starts before them." <laughs> nope. Nope. Nope.
1: So, but <laughs> take take them out, you know. Um, have have a I, yeah. coffee, tea, no business, just get to know them.
0: Be social with these people, right? Because who knows? I mean, these people may come to work with you sometime yeah I mean you may put together a a relationship there that's super important and I think this all comes back to the same theme right just be a nice person and be someone people want to be around okay unless you're like I'm boss bitch and or boss guy whatever what's the what's the guy version of that asshole (laughs)
1: Sure. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> know. <laughs> um, But you never know what could come of this. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got some strong relationships with people and I reach out to them for potential off-market properties. Sure, absolutely. And who do they want to go to first other than someone that has really yep. created or, you know, cultivated that relationship and kind of makes you, you know, so that that's... A small bonus that could happen from that.
0: It is. It is. You have no idea what could come from that. Um, And if nothing comes from it, it just makes you a nice person and someone people want to be around. Yeah. So be that person. Absolutely. We're running through these quick guys. We're going to let you all go real quick. Um, Offer to host open houses. Uh, I have a repeat open house coming up and uh, I personally don't know if I want to hold it, uh, but... We have an agent on our team who will probably do it. Uh, But if you don't have that on your team, if you reach out, if you see that something's been on the market for two weeks, call that agent and say, hey, would you guys like to do another open house? I'm happy to host it for you. Okay, what do they have to say no to, right? Yeah. You, You could collect buyers, right? I mean, that's how it works. Any buyers that come in are yours. And if all they're doing is getting more traction through their listing. There's no reason to not do it. And it gives you another reason to reach out to agents and offer something of value to them. Absolutely. Um, If you are new, it's a great way for you to meet new clients and just learn how to talk to people who come through houses. Yes. A lot of agents don't know how to do that.
1: Open houses were weird and kind of still are a little awkward for me. Yeah. Even though I'm very social and very outgoing, I don't like to pry into people's lives and I don't like to feel like I am taking up their time. So you know, and and I know there's. It, that's just me in my head. You know, there's and, a door. And honestly, the last open house I did for Lizzie's listing, mm-hmm. I have those. I've found some. I've met some investors, and they this is their first time. And I'm under contract with them, and they're going to be buy, flip, sell, buy, flip, sell, and I'll be their agent. What How a cool relationship! That yes, to get that. Um, But it just took having that conversation and feeling comfortable. um, that but it takes practice just like with scripts anything that you do that you might not feel comfortable with practice practice. and open houses is a great way to do that
0: 100 percent um and if if you have trouble with lead generating think of this as a good spoke in your wheel for lead generating anyway Mm -hmm. right you're meeting potential clients you're offering something of value you're meeting potential clients it's like you're going to the office i i think it's a win-win you know yeah just give up two hours of a saturday make it happen
1: yeah i think it's a great idea
0: And guys, we're gonna sum it all up real quick, like in a hurry here. Just be nice, okay? You're a cooperating agent, right? The root word there, cooperate. Again, elementary school education, right there, guys. Cooperate. We could break that down. We could. But we're not going to.
1: No. (laughs) We're not.
0: No. Uh, Don't talk down to agents. Don't have a chip on your shoulder. Don't have an ego. Nobody likes that. Everyone can sense it and everyone thinks you're a dick. So don't do it.
1: Yeah, I know. I I get frustrated with agents sometimes and I'll (laughs) contact Johnny and I'm like, okay, I need to be calmed down before I explode on this agent real quick. But yeah, you know, at the end of the day, you are representing your clients and my clients, when I was upset, I didn't take it to that agent but what I slowed down and realized, my client still wanted the property, regardless of how that agent was behaving mm-hmm. or not, beha- you know, and so my job, I have a signed agreement with my clients. So my job is to make sure that I'm doing what's best for them. And if they feel like that's the property they want and, you know, the agent they want to work with, no problem. Um, and we got it under contract, that's you good. know, yeah. and so um, take a step back. Really evaluate what is going on, mm-hmm. you know, and go about it a different way.
0: Yeah. I mean, you have to put put your own ego aside, put your yep. feelings aside because, I mean, you're not working for yourself. You're working right. for someone else. Yeah. Um, and that's hard to remember sometimes. But that's what you get paid to do, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's, I mean, it's necessary.
0: It is it's super necessary. It's difficult. It's not always easy, but I believe in you.
1: Yes. <laughs> it's just like being a teacher. You know, I feel like in real estate, you're a counselor, you know, you're a, I oh, mean, you're, geez. you, you, ha- you play so many different roles. Yep. So, you yep. know, that, that did, that does come in handy having a teacher background, you know, already being used yeah. to how to relay information to parents and co-workers and different things that you might not approve of and <laughs> want but you have to have those harsh conversations you have to but in a it can be done in a respectable way and there's no need to you know make a big deal of something if it's
0: that is the damn truth that so. that is the truth guys um yeah um i'm being overwhelmed with emotion right now Because of what I'm working through. So I'm with you. I'm here with you guys. I feel you. That's all I got, Jess.
1: That's all I got.
0: Guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, wait, we're supposed to do a question.
1: Oh, this time it's, it's your turn. It's so my turn. Okay. Um, My question. Oh, gosh. I guess. Okay. Does it have to be real estate related? No. Okay. Sure. Um, Make it
0: about dragons or something. I don't care.
1: <laughs> As I'm looking at a birthday dinosaur bag in front of me. Okay. Um. What? Okay, I'm just gonna keep it simple. Keep it simple. What is your favorite animal? Apparently, that's not simple <laughs> for you. <laughs>
0: Um, okay. I'm going to go with, um, a tiger. Okay. Uh, because every time I wake up my three-year-old, I ask him what he dreamed about and he says tigers. Uh, I like that. And, well, I feel like there's going to be some therapy there later. <laughs> like why well, are they chasing you? Or are you chasing them? Like what's going on with, are you petting them? What's going on with tigers? Are
1: you questioning him those things or you just like, cool tiger?
0: Well, I'm trying to, but you know, he doesn't, he's not quite there yet. I
1: know. I, I, I guess. Yeah.
0: It's, you know, I mean, it's
1: hard for me to remember my dreams.
0: Well, and dreams are so weird, right? So weird. That's why Inception, that movie, worked because it just pointed out how dreams can be weird and you don't question it in the moment. I know. You're just like, oh, yeah, this is normal.
1: Weird. Weird. Yep. Okay.
0: Favorite animal. Go.
1: Dolphin. (laughs) I have always loved dolphins. I
0: enjoy the porpoise. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, I my grandparents had a condo in St. Simons and so we went multiple times a year and you can see them every single day mm. standing off the shore. So I just I don't know. My I I've always just thought they're they're super smart. They
0: never heard one talk, but whatever.
1: Um I have <laughs> 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 okay, okay anyways but okay um so i love a dolphin it's my favorite
0: i love a dolphin i like that uh yeah. i don't i don't love a tiger because they'll eat me but ooh, speaking of dolphins did you hear about the loch ness monster
1: no i mean i, I know about i've heard
0: you've heard of it yes okay so you know that like, there is one picture right one grainy photo of like a little thing coming out of the water, and everyone thinks like that's the Loch Ness Monster Ooh. picture, right? Have you seen this picture? Yes. Okay. Now I know. Right. Um, what I, do you think it is? Well, I don't have to think anymore because
1: <laughs> it has been confirmed.
0: <laughs> it hasn't been confirmed, but people with greater minds than me think they have figured it out. Okay. They believe that that photo is a whale penis.
1: Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? No, no,
1: I expected something like that. I just thought I was going to be a little different. No,
0: I, I'm not coming up with this. We're going to Google it right now. Oh, goodness. Loch Ness whale penis.
1: Oh, I don't think you want that on your computer.
0: Uh, well, well, better well, yours than mine. Yeah, uh, That's true. All right, guys, bear with us for a second. We just got to confirm this. A professor thinks the Loch Ness monster might be dot, dot, dot. Probably that says whale penis. That's Men's Health right there. So it's... Oh, so it's true. That's a scientific journal right there.
1: It is. Well, this ended very strangely, and I do apologize.
0: Uh, Well, the next one says, no, the Loch Ness Monster was not a whale's penis.
1: Okay, and that one is literally from Life Science.
0: Yeah, what do they know?
1: Don't click images.
0: No, I'm not doing that. Thank you. Yep. Guys, (laughs) thanks for joining us. Hope you learned something about the anatomy of a whale.
1: Or the 10 ways to make agents like you. One of the two.
0: Whatever works for you. Bye, guys. See ya. (laughs)